Hola, hola, mi gente. It's your girl, V. And I thought about just coming on here and acting like nothing ever happened. But yeah, this is a late episode. <laughs> I apologize. I am feeling sick. But not only that, I was in New York this weekend. So everything was kind of delayed. However, I do have a collaboration. So I am going to share a very good episode that I did with someone that I have collaborated with collaborated with in the past, and that is Noflex Radio. And the host of that podcast is Roger P. And he is known for bringing controversial topics to the table and bringing lots of different views and opinions and also some information. So... It's always a good time when we get together and collaborate because I'm able to share some of my experiences and he shares his experiences and we get to learn from each other and even from others because he usually does his with a live audience, which is pretty cool. Um, it's a virtual audience, but nonetheless still a live audience. And so here is a special treat. We are discussing how to handle difficult people, controlling people. I'm sorry, it wasn't difficult people. That's another subject for another day. However, today it is on controlling people and different ways to deal with those type of people. And what I have noticed a lot about controlling people is they are either uh, someone that has a narcissistic personality or they have gone through some type of trauma that robbed them of the security that they need. And in order to feel safe, they must have control of every single aspect of their lives, including the people in it. So that is unhealthy. It is not good for you. And the intentions may be good, but just because something has good intentions doesn't mean it's the right way to do life. So just always keep that in mind. Um, I just wanted to apologize again for the late episode, but there's still an episode. Enjoy. Make sure you catch up on all the other episodes if you have not yet. Big shout out to the other countries that are starting to tune in. I will definitely give you a shout out on my next episode. Thanks, you guys, for all the support, all the love. We are at uh, over 500 listens. It would be amazing if we could hit that 1,000 mark by the end of the year. So let's make it happen together. Enjoy this episode. And like always, follow me on Voice of V. I am on Instagram, and you can also find me on Anchor. Also, show some love to NoFlex Radio. He's also on Instagram and also on Anchor. His podcast can be found on there. If you want that information, always hit me up. Now, to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the NoFlex Radio podcast. I'm your host, Roger P., and today we are talking about control. Joining me today is one of the late and greatest of all times right now. She's uh, jumping on her podcast. She's got over 500 plays now. Um, this is the voice of V, y'all. What's going on, V? What's up? What's up? So uh, you got a birthday coming up, huh? I sure do. Two days. I'm not going to ask your age. I know that's kind of... I don't care. No. <laughs> How old are you going to be? 
I'm going to be 47. 47. Mm -hmm. Don't look a day over 30. I know. Thank that's you. That's how they like it. That's how they like it. Okay. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's they? I'm just saying that's how they okay. like it. You know, you know, just those, <laughs> the young looking cougars, you know what okay. I mean? That's, that's, I mean, that's what it is now. Because um, everybody says they just, just number. Is it? That's what I hear. That's what you <laughs> But right. sometimes, some days it's like my body's like, no, yeah, Just, you yeah, 47, not... honey. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel you on that. I feel you on that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, today, everybody, we're going to discuss the, um, the, we're going to discuss um, being controlled by other people. We're going to talk about what control is, um, the ways that control is used, um, how and what are the forms of abuse when it comes to control. The signs, the behaviors, the causes, and how to deal with people that control you. So, um, V, you said uh, today you actually had a little, you, you were going to talk about something personal when it came to this control issue thing? Uh, yes. Okay, so I'm going to share a few things. Um, well, it kind of goes with some of the signs that you see in controlling people. Okay. Um, because one of the biggest things I think for me, um, I know after... Being in a controlling relationship, I didn't realize it at the time. And I'm a very strong person. So to actually have been in a controlling relationship is insane to me. I just don't, I never would have imagined myself being with somebody that's controlling because I've always been so independent. Okay. But as I was looking at the different signs of a controlling person, I was like, dude, you are um, describing the last the last marriage that I was in, oh. which is insane to me. Wow. Like I was low key triggered. Like what the hell? I didn't realize these things, but I also remember getting out of it and feeling upset with myself. So it explained a lot to me and just seeing um, all of those different signs, which at the, at the time when you're going through it, sometimes you don't see it. So I think that's something important to kind of point out because there are a lot of strong individuals out there, strong men, strong women okay. that end up in some of these controlling relationships because that controlling person is actually manipulative. Ooh. And you there it's not like somebody that is <laughs> I think if you're a strong person you might fall into that if that the other if the controlling person is very manipulative and has been doing it for a long time. Right. Because their stuff comes in in a very subtle way. Their controlling ways are very subtle. Right. It's not just outright because there are some controlling people that's just outright, you know, they're always trying to be in charge. Right. But then you have these other people that it's low key. It's their charm. It's just the way that they kind of like subtly go in there and make things look like they're looking out for you. Is that what you think? No, I know. So you've, you've been. Yes. Okay. Because I'm telling you, like in the last marriage that I was in, people were like, yo, this is not you. Like, what the hell's going on? You know, and it was like, uh, nothing's going on. Like, Right. <laughs> and in reality, you're just like, nah, bro. But in retrospect, now I'm like, oh, damn. Now I know what they were talking about. Like you totally see it. Yes, I totally see it now, which is after the fact. Yeah. Which sucks, Better but. Right. Yes. So, I feel you on that. So, would you, would you say that, um that control right with people like that would you say that it's like a form of abuse definitely okay it sure is okay. and it and honestly i can totally tell you if it's somebody that is doing it in that manner it's usually people that have insecurities 
Always. It's always people that have insecurities. Oof. That's heavy. It That's is. And true. it's true. That's very true. Yeah, it is. That's very true. I, I can I can definitely say that. Uh coming from the fact that I used to be a controlling person and it came from a lot of insecurities. So, uh, we're going to go talk. So today we're going to talk, uh, let me kick off, um, um, basically what, you know, someone controlling, let me, let me get this break. Let me break this down for you guys real quick. So someone who is controlling tries to control situations and to an extent that is unhealthy or tries to control other people or situations. Um, the ways to control others can be manipulation, coercion, you know what that is? Coercion? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because I didn't. I had to look that up, Loki. Because mm-hmm. that was like a new one for me. Uh, coercion, threats, and intimidation. Uh, someone who is controlling, they may want to control people that's closest to them. That can be, i.e., family members, a spouse, or uh, other other people, even in the workspace. Right. Um, even in the workspace. So it, mm-hmm. can, it can definitely be something serious like that. Mm-hmm. Um so do you can give me an example of like somebody that, you know, or an example that you've been trying to, you know, controlled by or in situations? Um, you can see it in the workplace where maybe somebody's always trying to talk over you. Uh, they just have no respect for your opinion and things yeah. like that. Um, I've even seen it where they threaten um, that you'll lose your job, like a, a boss that yeah. will threaten you'll lose your job if you don't, you know, do it this way, do it my mm-hmm. way. And then in relationships too, like you see it a lot of times in family where they expect you to be a certain way or they expect you to show up to every single event and they feel like they can just invade or control your life and your personal decisions and things like that. Even in friendships, you see it sometimes too. Man, for sure. I see, (laughs) look, I've seen it in in all kinds of relationships, actually. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in, like you said, workspace environments. Um, That's definitely one of them that's in here. Um, I've seen it in family, like even parents. Parents is like a really, really big one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Parents is a really big one. Um, That that one like hits, hits home for me a lot. Hey, I've been guilty of that. Have you? I have kids, yeah. Adult kids. And it's a different... It's it's a it's a transition to stop seeing your kid as that little five year old nine year old, yeah, and seeing them as that twenty four year old thirty one year old. And it's tough. It's, it is. It's tough. It's it really tough is. to see. It's tough to see that transition go through. And you know, normally, normally people they'll sit there and they they try to understand. Like they they try, you try to get them to understand something. Not even like me. I try to control my kids. And don't even realize I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll be like, bro, you got to do it like this. But in reality, like it's, it's a form of, I guess, parenting, but we don't, we don't recognize right. that. We don't recognize that kind of stuff. So, I mean, there's a difference between giving them advice and controlling them. Uh, yeah, true. But I feel like everyone has a little bit of control issues. You think so? I, I truly believe so. Mm, okay. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna argue with in you. In certain things, you know what I mean. We can find ourselves and yeah. and and have and feeling like we want to have that control, but again, it still stems from that fear of things not going right. Because Correct. as a parent, you try to do that control because you know what you want for your kids, and you know your experiences, your life decisions, and where they ended up. Yeah. And so you want to prevent your kids from doing the same thing a lot of times. True. And it comes off as like you're just judging them, yeah, you're time. just insulting them, you're putting them down, or nothing is good enough for you. Oof, yeah. But it's it it stems from that fear of man, you know, uh, like for me personally, if I'm gone tomorrow, 
are my kids going to be okay? Uh, yeah. So I want them to make the right decisions. True. But at the end of the day, they're adults. They, they gotta, make their own decisions. I already did yeah. my part. So so I got to let them do, they, they do their thing. thing. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. But it's hard when you got grandkids because then you're like, hey, those are my babies. Uh, yeah, hold right. on, hold on, hold on. You hey. do what you want, but when it affects my little grandkids. They always say grandparent love is different from parent it love. It is different. Okay. It's a different vibe. I don't know. I don't know yet. Thank God. Uh, you know, not no, you yet. have plenty not, of years to wait yet. on that. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. Um, so I'm going to ask you, um, you said, I said, do you consider this a form of abuse, like uh, a person being controlling? Yes, most definitely. Okay. and um, I sure do. Okay. And um, so give me some examples that you think it's how it can be abusive. It can make you second guess yourself. Um, mm. from in, in my experience, um, I've always been a confident person and pretty confident about my decisions. Mm-hmm. I've never been one to feel like, okay, no, 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 wait, let me backtrack. There was a time where I felt like, the that doing things my way is yeah. probably the best way. Yeah. And I would kind of push that off on people. Yeah. So I get that. And and that stemmed from a of feeling like I had to have control. It was a fear of things not working out uh, in a good way. I got you. It was a fear of like, man, things gonna turn out badly if we don't do it this way. Yeah. I have grown into a person that hey, I even if I feel like my way would probably be the best way. Yeah. I'm not going to impose that on you. Okay. I'm going to share what I feel we should do. Yeah. But I'm also open to learning different ways of doing things. Okay. Which I honestly, I have become very comfortable with that because I feel like I have learned like, hey, sometimes your way isn't always the best way. That's true. There are other ways to get to the same goal, goal in different, different little ways. routes. Right. And it works just fine. You're still going to get to that same place, you know, and some some are easier than others. Right. So anyways... I have um, been in that place where I have been, what I what I have experienced is that criticism that comes from you not doing it the way someone else expects you to do it. Yeah. And so that it, it really messes with your mind. It messes with your self-esteem. So it's definitely manipulative, but it definitely destroys your self-image. It really does a number on that. That's true. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, also some, some, um, some ways of controlling would be, uh, like the physical abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's definitely of course a way of control, uh, financial abuse. I I didn't, I didn't realize that was a big one. That's a huge one. It is. Um, sexual coercion, Mm -hmm. um, or assault of course. And then of course, like you said, uh, emotional, emotional abuse, Mm -hmm. um, which may involve, you know, with insults, intimidation, and of course, yes. what you were describing, gaslighting. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, gaslighting. I I, I had to look what look that up. What gaslighting was? I had to really look that up. Yeah. I I never realized that it was. Yeah. Real. Like I've been gaslighted before. Oh yeah. Like I've been gaslighted before by women, of course, mm-hmm. by uh, friends, mm-hmm. family members. Yeah. My own mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you know happens. what I mean? Like it, it happens like that. Like. Yep. Um, it's it's crazy. It's it's happened like, and I I never really realized how how severe that could be. So, mm-hmm. gaslighting is definitely something that uh, it's used a lot nowadays. A lot. It's, it's used, very common. It's very very common. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot more common than people like to think, but it is definitely right. a common thing. Um, so 
With that being said, uh, we're going to go over some of the signs and the behaviors that goes along with control. And uh, feel free, you know, to jump in if you want to and okay. add, add, you know, you know, your couple of spills here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the signs of the behavior are um, the demand to know what a person is doing at all times. Oh, gosh. That's like, you know, what are you doing? Where are you, mm-hmm. you know, where are you at? What are you up to? You know what I'm saying? So that that is definitely a big sign of control. Uh, monitoring devices, social media, email accounts, and text messages. Mm. That is definitely a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. So on the checking in, here's the thing with that. If you are in a relationship, um, I'm talking a romantic relationship, it was presented to me in this way. Oh, I'm just checking on you. I just want to make sure you're okay. Oh, you Do you need tell anything? Me about that. Yeah. You know, is everything all right? If I had my time with, you know, my friends, it was like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just checking to make sure you're okay. Oh, man. And then it was crazy, though, because then later on, it was like, oh, you know, I just want to take you to lunch. I didn't know you had plans. Um, you know, so then it was like, well, I'll become part of those plans, part uh, of those plans. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I'm just trying to be sweet. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to pick up the tab for you and your friends. And, you know, it's all good, which, okay. I can see how sometimes those are, you know, you're just being nice. Yeah. But in this sense, it was being done in a way where, no, I just really want to know who the hell you're having lunch with. And, what you got and I also want to make myself look good in front of all your people. So to when see, stuff yeah. goes down, they're going to be like, no, but wait, he's a nice guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's yeah. a nice guy. He he bought us lunch and he was he was just so nice to you. And, like, he, and he pulled a chair out for you. And, how can he? And he right. Yeah, you know, it was I like, and he just checked on you. He opened the door for, him, for you. And, you know, he just kept checking on you, making sure you're okay. Okay. But it was crazy though because then later on it became a why didn't you answer your phone? I know you were at lunch. Why didn't you answer your phone? Ooh. What's up? I called you. Ooh. Like and it was like I had to have my phone with me all the all time. time. All the time. Because then it was like uh I remember one time, you know, I had gone to the ladies' room. I left my phone at my desk. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take it with me. Like, what do I need to take? I'm just a quick trip. I'm just gonna be right back. Right. And he had called, and the thing is, like, I just didn't know. I'm horrible, you know. I'm horrible about my phone. So I didn't notice he had called. Dude, he showed up to my work. What? And he was like, I was worried about you because uh, you didn't answer your no call. Way. And I know that you're here in the office, so what's up? And it was no crazy because way. I had, like, I had my own office. However, it had, like, a window. And the thing is that he knew where my office is at because oh, we had a receptionist at the front. But she knew who he was. So when she saw him walk through, it's not a problem. It's okay. Right, it's, you know, it's, She's it's, seen him it's her man. Yeah. It's okay. But he <laughs> was standing. When I noticed, I don't know how long he was standing. I had like a window by the door. My door was closed in my office because I was actually in meetings and stuff. And I had my blinds open a little bit because that way my supervisor can see if I'm on the phone or whatnot. Or so I can see, right? right? And I just happened to look back and he was standing, just staring at me. And it was like, what the hell? That's weird. And he looked so pissed off. So, see, at first it was cute. It was like, okay, yeah, he wants to go yeah. to lunch with me. Oh, he's checking on. Okay, okay. And then later it was like, Turn it to a, okay, this is kind of scary. Like, I didn't even know he yeah. was standing there. Like it's a little controlling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's and so that jumps into like the next one. So, um, act in a jealous manner or frequently um, always accusing the partner of cheating mm-hmm. 
or you know like you said he's always like well what are you doing why are you right oh you know what i'm saying so i totally get that um dictate when someone can go to work or school that's definitely that's a big i'm telling you (laughs) it was bad like that yes yeah. I stopped going to school because it was a problem. I even stopped going to the gym. Oh. I stopped going. And, and I've always been a person that works out. Right. I stopped going to the gym because it was like, oh, you got all your friends at the gym and blah, blah, blah. And these guys and, oh, you're a gym rat. What? And it wasn't even like that. Like the the people at the gym. I mean, you work out at a gym. You know how it is. Like sometimes people have their routines. Yeah. And they go. Some people go every day, Monday through Friday, Monday right. through Saturday. And you see the same people. They go after work, whatever. And it's just like, hey, what's up? Cool. Hey, yeah. you know, you just do a quick yeah, yeah, hi, yeah. whatever. No, it was more than that. Like That's just it. saying hi to some dude. Oh, what's up? You know what's him. Dad, and it was like, hey, you can go to the gym and work out with me. Yeah, but he didn't like to work out. So but, it was how's like. How's that your problem though? Exactly. But at the time, you know, because this nice guy is watching out for me. Oh, he's a little bit insecure. Okay. I will kind of dumb it down nah, a little bit. Nah. I'm telling you, I had no idea. But even school, I was like, okay, I work full time. So I'll go to school on what, you know, there were some classes that I had to take on Saturdays and a Saturday class is a four hour class. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, you're gone. We can't do anything because you're at school, yada, yada, yada. So everything that didn't involve him Mm -hmm. was an issue. I see. And at first it was cute because I always been one to do, I'm self-sufficient. Of course. I can go to the grocery store by myself. I can go do, run errands by myself. Whatever I need to do, I can do it by myself. But he wanted to be a part of that. And it was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't mind. Hey, you want to go grocery shopping with me? That's cool. I love that. I love the company. We can do it together. Right. Cool. But then it was crazy because at first it was like, and then I think I can go, it'll probably go into something else where at first they just love bomb you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and you get used to that. Uh, yeah, it's in here. I got you it. You get in used here. to that. Yeah. And then they just pull the rug right under yeah. you. And it's like, yeah, it's in here. Oh, it's in here like that. Like, it's shocking. Yeah. It's like, oh, hold on. Wait, like, wait, wait. What you just got happened? me used to this. Yeah. And now you're taking it away from me. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. I got it in here. I definitely but, got yeah, it. But yeah, everything, anything that did not involve that person was a problem. Yeah, that's not good. That's definitely scary. Uh, Let's see, Angie. Yes, that is scary. So I'm I'm live on TikTok, you know. Oh, are you now? Yeah, but it's only just you though. What? <laughs> it's just you. Um, so it uh it also says um uh controlling some or telling someone what to eat, drink, or wear. Uh that's definitely one of them as well. Um And it depends too, like people don't read too much into that. Like it would be one thing if they're criticizing, like, okay, why are you wearing that top? Right. Are you trying to get attention? Right. You know, as opposed to someone, because I, I, I have some, some girlfriends where their man like their man likes for them to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's a sexy way. It's a beautiful way. Like, they just order clothes for them. They wear, and it looks good. Yeah. It's not like trying to make her wear a turtleneck right, and right, freaking right. long ass yeah. skirt. You know, it's one thing if your man knows how to buy clothes for you and yeah. he can pick it. He knows your size and everything has great style, you know, for you. Right. 
as opposed to someone that's like questioning everything you're wearing. Right. I don't feel comfortable you wearing comfortable with you wearing that because you're gonna draw attention to yourself. Yeah, and, and there's a big difference. See, yeah, that's and it definitely shouldn't be an issue like that. Um, especially when you're in a in a in a strong relationship, it, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be an issue. Um, he should definitely have more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He should have more security within y'all's relationship you know about himself than to be worried about stuff like that. and that's so, a problem with controlling person they're yeah, very insecure they're very person. insecure very very insecure yeah. right because if you met a woman and she dressed a certain way yeah and then you want to change that change up the, like you, bro, know, you like, met her like that exactly. what is that what's the problem so yeah. yeah i totally understand i totally get that mm-hmm. um it says con- um controlling someone's finances so that they have they lose access to their own money oh yeah yeah that's that's a big one um uh preventing someone from getting medical care or mental health support um, i can see that happening yeah because think about it if you're a controlling person and that other individual goes and seeks help, mm-hmm. that counselor is going to make them question, question. those things yeah. and be like, okay, well, how do you feel when he tells you what you should wear? Right. How do you feel that he keeps you from going to school? Mm-hmm. How do you feel that you had to quit the gym? How do you feel that you have to tell him or explain to him why you spent $2? Yeah. You know what that's, I mean? That's bad. That's really And bad. that's going to cause a whole... Situation. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause a whole it's lot It's going to mess up his whole, whole controlling game yeah. or her controlling game. Yeah. Facts. That's true. Because that's women true. are controlling too. That's very true. Um, it says uses insults to break down a person's confidence. Mm, yes, definitely. Oh. Intentionally humiliating someone in yeah. public or online. Mm-hmm. Well, I had um, on the making someone question themselves. Yeah. We would be, and I think I've shared this with you before. We would be, we always had things going on. That yeah. was one thing. Like there were always people around us. We always just. Um, and that's just who I am. I like, I love people. I like to be around people and we would do things. We would do events. We would have parties, whatever. And people would be with us. They would come over even just to watch the game. Yeah. And let's say I had a conversation with someone in the group or whatnot, or we're just all talking in general. Then after everybody's gone, it's like, hey, well, when you were talking to so-and-so, I think you made her feel uncomfortable the way, you know, your uh, tone was yeah. and what you said. I- I'm pretty sure that like, you made what? her feel uncomfortable. And I was like, bro, she would have told me. I-, I would think she would tell me. Right. And then a part of me was like, well, why would they want to hang out with me if I really am that type of person that you're trying to make me out to be? Right. So I would go and I'd be like, because these are, you know, some of them were like, they were my girlfriends. So I was like, hey. When we were talking about this and I said this, you know, I didn't mean it in any kind of way. Did I offend you? Right. You know, you can tell me if I offended you. And they'd be like, girl, what you talking about? Like, what? They got you tripping. Right. She's like, no, we're good. He gaslighted. And I'm like, well, it's just that, you know, he mentioned and said that you looked like it kind of bothered you. She's like, no, no, it didn't. Gaslighting you. Time and time and time again. That's crazy. But what was happening was I started feeling like that, like, well, maybe I am being a little bit, you know, too much. Maybe yeah. I am coming off a little bit rough, you know, now because you, I know how I can be. You know, you that's the thing. You're questioning the reality. Yeah, that's life. the thing. Yeah. Like, I know how I am. I know how strong-willed I am or how, you know, how I how can, I can yeah. come off. So, yeah. so I would be like, okay, well, let me make sure. But it was always like, let me make sure. So then what it started becoming was like, 
well, maybe I shouldn't say that because I might offend them. Or maybe I shouldn't say that because... Might, yeah, so I started questioning that. myself yeah. and losing confidence in myself yeah. because of the things that he was saying. That's crazy. It is insane. That's crazy. And uh, last but not least, um, it says to threaten or hurt themselves or others just to get what they want. <laughs> yeah. Bruh, that is oh, probably God. one of the biggest the biggest oh. ones out there when it comes to uh, men and women. Yes. Uh, talking about they're going to hurt themselves. Like, I'm going to oh, kill myself yes. if something happens, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm going to do this or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, that is definitely a serious, serious issue. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not with me, I'm going to kill, kill myself. Kill myself, yeah, yeah. If you don't come back home, I'm going to kill, kill myself. myself. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have... I kid you not, just the other day, I was cleaning out some of my files and I had saved some of the voicemails that I had, some of the text messages that I had. And it went from B, if you don't answer my phone call in the next two minutes, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to, you know, kill everybody in the house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. To then like, kid you not, like two minutes later, tell everybody to wear blue at my funeral because I'm done with my life. I hope you're happy. I'm going to kill myself. It was like, you know, it just flipped. And then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, I better not catch you. I'm going to kill you. Like It was like, but I thought you said you were going to die. Like, like, man, that's too much. It was a lot. lot It It was a lot. But I even had, and this is the thing, like, people need to understand it's not just in romantic relationships. It's in friendships. It's in family. I, okay, so the situation that I was in, that the reason why that marriage ended was because he was cheating with somebody that I knew. Right. So this chick, though, she was someone that I cared about, that I was there for. Yeah. So I remember her telling me one time, though, she said, I had called her and I said, hey, we're going to be at the house. You want to come over? You know, because I knew she was going through a tough time. I was just yeah. trying to be there for her. Of course, this was before I knew she was screwing mm. my husband. Right? right. So she tells me. If you had not messaged me, um, I would have been really depressed. You know what? Honestly, if you weren't my friend, I would have already killed myself. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that pressure like, oh, if I'm not her friend, then. That's a lot. You know, like it, it's, a, it's a huge burden to carry. It's That's a huge a weight to carry. Yeah. But, and, and I'm a caring person. Like I yeah. care about people. But what I learned from all that is like, if somebody tells me that, like if they tell me like, well, you know, if you're not this and I'm going to kill myself, or you're not there for me. You know what? If you tell me that one more time, I'm going to have to, like, if you're serious about saying I'm that, I'm going to have to call the police and yeah, because I'm you. afraid for your well-being. Get you checked in. Because I'm not, I'm not carrying that weight no more. Yeah, I'm not going to be much. manipulated by that Yeah, anymore. that's way too much to do. And at that, I'm not going to chance it. Like, if you really are, I, I can't chance it as, like, you're manipulating me or you're serious. Right. Well, guess what? I'll let the cops figure it out and the, and, and the doctors right. figure it out and because mm-hmm. that is just something that nobody should carry that weight for someone for else sure. because for no matter sure. what you do the thing is that and she knew this i lost a brother to suicide so so if you try to play me on that what i learned is like her saying that my brother never said that yeah it just happened it just happened my brother never said and most people that I'm a, most people myself. that yeah most yeah. people that commit suicide they don't say nothing mm-hmm. they so, say nothing right. about it it just happens mm-hmm um, you know, and so usually like when, when that, when somebody does speak on that, it's like, I, I look at it as like a form of, uh, they want attention yeah. or manipulate right. you. Manipulation, yeah. Yeah. For but sure. the thing is like, and you can't, the thing is like, you don't want to feel like, dang, I should have listened. So the thing is too, 
what people need to understand when, in a situation like that. When somebody decides to do something like that, there's nothing you can do or say right. to make them change their mind. Yeah. You know, you're not a professional. They no. need help. Help, you for know? real. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so. I remember that. Like, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So, I'm telling you, it was, it was a very ugly situation. Like, now that I think about it, now yeah. that I'm out of that, been out of that, that's heavy. And they're still together. So, I can only imagine <coughs> what they do to what each other. Yes, gosh, I can only imagine. Dude. And the thing is, like, it was crazy because it was a, a little triangle. So, whenever she would get pissed off at him, she would hit, she up. Would hit me up. And start telling me, well, he's about to go back home, blah, 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 because he just left my house. Okay. And then when she find, well, at first they were both denying it, but then when they finally came out and yes, said something. I re- at that point, I had already figured it out. Yeah. She tried to beat him to it. And then he comes and he's like, she's only telling you because I told her I was cutting it off. At that point, I was already like. I'm done. done with both like y'all already just messed with my head, broke yeah. my heart, freaking crushed it into pieces, stomped on it and everything. At that point, I was like, I'm good. It's I'm time good. for me to yeah. just to be done. Just get out. Yeah. Cause I was a big old mess. Yeah, no, I was kidding. a mess. It was destroying me. And so it's um so usually these these are um abusive behaviors, they may appear slowly, making it hard to detect mm-hmm. at first. You oh, know? I'm telling you. Or they may escalate suddenly. Once the, y- y'all have created a strong bond, mm-hmm. and um, it throws you off. Yep. So it's hard at that point when if you've already created a strong bond with that person, you're kind of feeling like, okay, hold on, let me make sure that I really am not doing something to contribute to this behavior. Yeah. But it was crazy because um, he even started making me feel like everything was my fault. Right. Like no matter what, everything was my fault. Yeah. Nah. And it was insane. That's not good. That's not it good. It was just crazy. So it says, um, so some of these behaviors may occur, for example, um, in friendships, family relationships, and workplace relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I can agree with that as well. But here are some of the causes um, that people would use controlling behavior. Um, some of the causes could be anxiety. Uh, for some people, attempting to control a situation or events is a way of them coping with anxiety. Right. Um, but it also can be personality disorders. And one of those personality disorders, it is narcissism personality disorder. So the mental health condition that causes an intense need for admiration, a sense of, um, of sense of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like seniority or um, superiority, yes. superiority and mm-hmm. the lack of empathy. And so normally um, when that does happen, like a person, their, their livelihood of things, like they don't, they don't grasp like real concepts of life situations. So, so some of the personality disorders can make a person more likely. So some, one of those, or those person, that personality disorder and this other one that I'm going to mention are one of the, the two main reasons why people use controlling behaviors. And so not only is it narcissism, uh, narcissistic personality disorder, but it's also, and I really believe that this next one is a really common one for people. It says 1.3%, 1.6% of the com- common people, they have this disorder. And it's called borderline personality disorder. Um, people with BPD are hypersensitive to rejection and abandonment and may use controlling behaviors to avoid it. Um, Like I said, around 1.6% of the general population has BPD. And I didn't even know that. Like 
What's the percentage? 1.6%. Okay. It might be a little higher now, honestly. Well, yeah. With the I, pandemic With the and pandemic everything, and everything, yeah. yeah. It has thrown off a lot of people. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. But see, borderline personality disorder, I, I know so many people that deal with this on a regular basis and they use controlling sit they use controlling behavior to cope with that like it is so crazy man because i've i i've literally sat there and i've been on both ends of this i've been the person that's had the narcissistic personality disorder mm-hmm. where um i would just do shit just because i was insecure about things i'd try to control every situation that had going on every person that i was with anytime i would try to do that i would try to make myself feel superior to anything um but it- you're stemmed from an insecurity because when somebody's narcissist i believe it takes you wouldn't be able to recognize it right you would you would need to actually go and seek help and be willing to seek help which most narcissists they do not yeah and it takes a special type of counselor to to be able to help a narcissist because it's just not anybody that can deal with them because they're just so they don't see it in so deep they don't see it no they don't and so like me me i had um i had been through enough like stuff legally um, to where I finally was like, okay, I am the problem. And so because of that, um, you know, it's unfortunate that it had to be that way. But in reality, that was like my own uh, therapy. Like mm-hmm. for me, like going through all of the stuff I went through legally, I was like, holy crap, like I really do have a problem. Your eyes. Yeah. yeah. And so because of that, I had to completely change who I was as a person. And so since I've done that, I've been able to get out of that that mm-hmm. uh, mentality and even the the borderline personality disorder i had that but that stemmed from not i wouldn't i wouldn't call it abandonment it was more like um what's the word i'm looking for it was it was like i felt like i could have been loved it was like it stemmed from childhood honestly it's which them. a lot of people's insecurities yeah. stem from childhood. And so most people, they sit there and they think like, oh, you lived in a two-parent household. Like, you know, you're, you're, I'm like, bro, no. No. Definitely not. Like, yeah. I'm like, it, it, it is nothing like what you think it is. Yeah. To, you, you say that because you don't have two parents. Right. But in reality, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it because of what um, one of my parents have went through as with them as a child, they brought that into right. me. You know yes. what I'm saying? They instilled mm-hmm. it into me. And so it 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 goes it goes without saying, man. It's all learned behavior. Mm-hmm. And so because I was so manipulated and controlled as a child, even into my adulthood, it was the same way. I was not even realizing that I was being manipulated. And my, I was never the narrator to my life until probably a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always manipulated. I would get talked to in a certain way, in a certain manner, like, you know, always controlled about the situation, about who I was with, about um, how I should uh, raise my kids, about how I should do things. Um, It was was all just like, it was so much. It was so much. And all I wanted was acceptance. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it caused so much strain on friendships, relationships, issues within myself it caused so many problems without without me even knowing yeah. and so what made it that even, probably affected your ability to set boundaries oh my gosh more than anything more than anything it was more of a boundary issue it was, than a, anything it was else. a serious boundary yeah. issue so 
Um, and a person who is has controlling issues, they hate that word. Oh yeah. They cannot stand boundaries. No. And so boundaries is something that I have set now. Now I have set boundaries. And trust me, when a when a controlling mm-hmm. person loses that battle, oh, they they go through great lengths oh, and yeah. extents to try to bring that control back, mm-hmm. including um what's the word I'm looking like when they stop, they just completely stop talking to you. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, bro, that, that don't bother me. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, that, that's cool. That's less stress off my back. You did me a favor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, these disorders, they're, um, they're like, they're long-term mental health conditions yeah. and they, 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 they need a lot of attention for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And so what I didn't realize is that sometimes people don't, they don't realize that they don't realize yeah. like, Hey, like. This is something I, it, it could be somebody that's the age 60, 65, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it is something that they are, they're still dealing with from the age 10. Right. And it is something that needs to be completely, but you know, by the age 60, 60, 70, they're like set in their ways. They're like, I don't have a problem. It's everybody else. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's definitely you. Um, so uh, like I said, um, it, it is learned behavior. Um, it's growing up, at, you know, whether it be in an abusive household uh, from the parent or caregiver. Right. Um, it's definitely something that you've seen, you've adapted to. And so therefore, that's how you give it out. Right. And so most people, they don't even realize that. No. They don't realize it. No. And, and me, like you being you being a grandparent, right? Mm-hmm. You love your granddaughter. Yes. Very much so. There are certain things, of course, that you have expectations for, but what you don't do is you don't tell your daughter how to raise your daughter. No, I can't. How to raise her. You, That's you her don't. kid. That is I her can't. kid, right? Right. So Unless I see something like, okay, my granddaughter's in danger, then I will speak up, mm-hmm. but how she chooses to teach her, um, I have to respect it. Right. Even my son, like, if he tells me that they can't have popsicles, then I can't give them popsicles yeah. because the, he has his reasons. Or if he tells me they're grounded, yeah. then it's like, okay, well, you, your dad said you're grounded. So mm. You can't do this, whatever. Yeah. Not. I have to respect the decisions that um, or the discipline that my children expect right. of their children because I already raised my kids. Yeah. So all I can do is just be a support to right. my children you're, you're a grandparent right not a not the parent yes. right yeah so like it's not my place it's not right it's really and not. so and so i think sometimes um like me right so like i i don't trip on grades i hated school okay i couldn't stand school i i think did we have this I'm conversation a nerd, so like i i, I, hated school. I trip on grades. now now i'm a nerd now i'm a nerd now it's different but like, like I like to read now. It's different. Yeah. But in school, when I was younger, I hated school. I could not stand school. It was something that was like, I was like, bro, half of the stuff I'm not going to use. So I was like, it's whatever for me. I didn't trip. Like, so now like, you know, my son is exactly like me. He cannot stand school, but he does with his part to pass. He does. And so, and so the one thing that um was, was built with me when I was a child was, you make good grades, you get, you get money, you know? And so, or you get rewarded for good grades and stuff like that. Me, I hated school. So I was never getting rewarded, like <laughs> never. So therefore here I am watching my brother continuously get rewarded, like in mm-hmm. front of my face. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. That's, 
That's what's up. But I hate school. That's not gonna that's not gonna make me wanna do better because I see him doing, you know, getting stuff like that. It's not gonna make me do better. All that's gonna do is just be like, okay, I see that you love him more than you love me. Like or you know what I'm saying? As a yeah. child, that's that's how you perceive things as a child. Yes, you have your own perspective. That's that's how you things. that's how you yes. perceive your you know, and so it's it's like you cannot sit there and be like well, I'm going to reward him. He made good grades. Why? You can't make good grades. And it's like, bro, like, I don't oh, even. like the comparison. Right. Thing. And it's like, yeah. I don't like school. Like, what? Is, what is the problem? Like, I don't like school. And so I was a big social butterfly in school. So therefore, it was like, you know, it was a big part for me, uh-huh. you know. Um, can totally tell. Yeah, you know. But my, my brother really wasn't. You know what I mean? He just became popular because he was he was, he was was a great track star. He was a he was a big runner. He was one of the fastest sixteen year olds in the nation back in his day. Um, he got recognized a lot, newspapers, articles, stuff like that. You know, so my my parents were very 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 proud of him, very proud of him. And so um, you got to see that a lot. You got to see it, it. It got in deep. And so as a child, me growing up, of course, you know, I was like, of course, I was envious. I was like, man, dang, like he, you know. So I was just, I was just wanting attention in any kind of way, but I was doing it in a negative light mm-hmm. um, because I didn't like school. You know what I mean? Like I didn't <laughs> like school. And so at the end of the day, I was like, man, you know what? And so there I was, I was always getting grounded. I was always, getting, you know, in, in trouble. I was always doing something. And so even growing up, like it became an issue. Like it was an issue. Like, oh, you know, you're a troublemaker. Like, we'll do this and a third. And you got labeled. Yeah, you know, I got labeled. Okay. And so it just it and and it got pounded into me, pounded into me all the time, all the time. And so therefore, when I was like 17 and I graduated, I was like, I'm gone. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I was I left. And of course, you know, not when you don't have that proper foundation from, you know, from before leaving home, it's 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 really shaky. It's mm-hmm. it's really rough. And so um I left to the military, of course, and then, you know, had a lot of had a lot of kids and I got back <laughs> out and it, you know what I'm saying? It was just a whole bunch of back yeah. it was a whole bunch of back and forth. And so um not knowing that at the end of the day, like I was already with the whole like the um like the BPD, like I had BPD, like I I always just I wanted the attention, I wanted the, I wanted to sit there and continue to, uh, be in the light, be you know what I'm saying. I just wanted acceptance, and mm-hmm. so it was it was tough, it was tough as a kid, and so seeing that and seeing how I was treated as a kid, I almost started to project that on my kids. Yeah, and so now. Like, I tell my son, like, I'm like, look, bro, just get a C. Like, I don't care. Just get a C. Like, you know what I mean? A I C. just talked about that last week. I'm like, getting a my C. My homeboy says, C's get degrees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so for did... me, I'm like, oh, but I want an A that, or a B. But, but like, see, like, but at the, end of the, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, like, when you go for that job, they're not going to see the, oh, man. That's she, right. They're just going to see the gonna degree. They're going to see that you got the degree. They're not going to see. They're not going to see what the degree you mean. there are some that ask for transcripts, yeah, but for the most part. I doubt it. It's just a check mark. It's a check in the box. the degree, check deal that, yeah. yeah they don't care about that stuff man. totally get it and so that's why i'm like bro like get get a c like i'm not tripping shit. get a get a d i don't care you know d's get degrees too you know what i mean so i'm like bro it's it's not a big deal but it does determine whether you get scholarships and stuff that, i mean yeah that's true thing, you know what i mean that's like do you true. want to pay for your education or do you yeah. want somebody else to pay for i mean at that it? point you know if you don't like school you're probably not going you yeah, know what i mean you're probably not gonna go and so, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to force him to do something that he doesn't want to yeah. do, you know. So one of the, the biggest things that I have learned, because um, I have, I, I know a lot of people that struggle with, you know, mental illness and stuff like that. My mom, as a matter of fact, she does. And uh, one of the fears that I had was 
I'm going to end up like that too. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it, it just scared the hell out of me. Like, cause I see her, it's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. I love my mom. I'm not speaking bad about, bad about my mom. My mom didn't raise me. My grandmother raised me, mm-hmm. but my grandmother died 21 years ago. So she's been out of my, like I've been pretty much on, on my own since. since. Yeah. And so my mom, I do what I can for her. It's, it's, it's more of a, she's more like a little sister to me. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love my mom. I know my mom loves me. She tries her best, best. Yeah. at the capacity that she's able to, you know, but I always had that fear that I don't want to end up that way. Yeah. You know, and, and what I, I learned and what brought me peace is you can come to terms with your childhood and the things that happened to you, the trauma mm-hmm. that happened to you. If you continue to allow yourself to stay in a depression, what happens is it continues to get worse, continues to get worse, worse, worse. And you develop other issues like bipolar disease and all this other stuff. Of course, we also have people that are just naturally bipolar or whatever the case is because of chemical imbalances and stuff like that. But in my case, what it has been is stress will trigger the depression. And if I allow the depression to keep going, I will need medication to get back into a good place. Right. And I've learned that, but it kind of brings me peace because then, um, I have had good, um, support system, not just with my friends, but with my healthcare providers in the sense of, we don't want to just medicate you. Mm -hmm. We will get you on the medication to take care of this chemical imbalance, but you need to go to counseling. Right. And so the two in combination have got me to a place where, I don't need medication. Right. I continue with my counseling. I feel like Even when things are going okay, yeah. I will still reach out to my counselor. I just need a little, little you know, you quick know. fix, catch up, hear some encouragement, and I keep trucking. You know, I feel like I feel like um, I feel like counselors like that thing helps, bro. Therapy helps a Big lot, time. Um, especially if you get that outside party and you're able to talk mm-hmm. to them. They can give you like honest, real feedback, and they don't have emotions involved. No, zero and there's nothing involved. vested. Yes, they're getting their copay that's it. Our yeah. transaction's done. Yeah. So I'm going to do my job. Right. As opposed to family members or friends, mm-hmm. they may feel like, well, I got to take her side because yeah. that's my girl. And so what's crazy is, is like, I feel like the, and I think we talked about this, the, like that baby boomer era, mm-hmm. man, counseling is not for them. No. They refuse to go get mm-hmm. help and it be them the ones with the most issues sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, bro, you need to see somebody. Mm-hmm. They're like, ain't nothing wrong. I'm like, no, you really need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. And I think also our our cultures are kind of Yeah, like, they're a little uh, like, yeah. You know, we don't need to tell anybody our business. business. Yeah, don't let nobody in your What home. stays in the house. Yeah, you know, what happens, happens in the house stays in the house. In the house. house. Which, yeah. that right there is a... That's a bad... No, that's it's a, a bad, bad thing. That's a, bad that's a thing. controlling thing. That is a controlling thing. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a controlling thing, so... Because if there's nothing that is bad going on in the house, then... Then what's the problem? Right. Right. Yeah. So, somebody that's controlling, do you feel like it's possible for them to change? Oh, I think it depends on how long it has been going on Mm -hmm. and also if they're willing to work on themselves and Uh, if they actually realize that they're doing that because some people don't. That's key. Because I I know for me, my relationships have changed a lot. Mm -hmm. If you talk to some of my family members or people that knew me before the way that I am now, Mm -hmm. um, first of all, they saw a big change when I was in that marriage Yeah, and they were like, who the hell who, is this who person? You? Yeah. Who you know, are like, you? wait, hold on. Like the person we know would be like, go F yourself. I'm yeah. not putting up with this right. shit, you know? But then also too, though, 
the person that I am now, I will take the time to listen. Let's say my brother calls me, he's having a problem. And I'll be like, man, I'm sorry you're going through that. Like, okay, you know, I'm here for you. I love you. What, you know, instead of cutting them down, putting them down, I will give him something encouraging. Like, okay, what steps are you going to take? I don't take on the responsibility of whatever he needs to do. Yeah, He needs to do it, but I'm there to encourage him and give him options. Or, you know, if he asked me for my opinion, my, my advice, I would give it to him. Yeah. If he doesn't ask me for my advice, if he just... If he doesn't say, what do you think, sis? I'm not going to tell him. Any, I'm just going to listen to him. Yeah. As opposed to before, it would be like, well, this is what you need to do. Right. And you know what? You're stupid because you did this, this, right, and that. And right. you shouldn't have done that. Right. He's already beating himself You're up. That, right. So, so the person I was before, yeah. it was like, we need to do things like this. This yeah. is the right way. My way is going to work because this is the safe way. Yeah. As opposed to now, like I was telling you earlier, where it's like, I I feel like my way would probably be the best way, but... Let's go ahead and try it your way. Yeah. Let's see how, how, how it works it goes, out. Yeah. And there have been times where my way was the better way. Right. And there have been other times where, hey, yo, you know what? This it, it way. It did work. It did work. This yeah. way, the way you did it, I like it. I'm going to start doing it like that. Yeah. So there, I, I feel like you can change, but it, t- it depends on the severity or the level of that person or how long, you know, they've been controlling. Yeah. Because I really don't see... Some people were like, for instance, the passive aggressive narcissist Ooh, type of t- person. That's heavy. It it's it takes like psychiatric Trick help, help, yeah, to actually make and a there's, change. There's been there's people that that's that that are out there that do things like purposely. They'll yes, they'll dangle little things on purpose, oh my God. and they'll leave you like you're like, bro, what? And and mm-hmm. you you have this. This mentality, like, um, it could be something simple, like if you're in a, um, a, uh, if you're in a romantic relationship or whatever the case may be, um, and this person tells you, like, well, you know, I'm probably just, I'm gonna see what tonight holds up, and you're just like, what? And you're just like, what, what are you talking about? You know? And they're like, oh, yeah, who knows? You know? And you're just like, well, what is the problem? But for them to say that. They may, you know, ask something of you like, hey, like, can I come see you or whatever the case may be. And it may not be a good day for you. You could be like, yo, like, you know, today's not a good day. Mm-hmm. And then they hit you with the, well, um, I'm going to probably get ready to go out. You're just like. Oh, oh like to try to make you feel right. like, well, since you're not making time for right. me, I'm going to go out there right. somebody, and somebody else is going to get my time. Yes. And that's oh, okay. probably the most, that's probably the most immature thing. I, and I've dealt with that. Too many times. Yeah. Too many times. I've been like, well, all right, well, have fun. I'm the same. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm gonna right. tell you, I'm be like, hey, be careful. You know right? what I mean? Don't don't drink and drive. <laughs> I've been there. You know what I mean? Don't drink and drive. It's not fun. It's expensive. Right. Um, you know, and I and, and and that's just me. But you know, whenever you take that away from somebody, you totally see how they are as a person, mm-hmm. and it it gets even worse whenever you you can recognize it, you see it, and then you don't give it any attention. Yeah. And so once you don't give it any attention, that's when they try to keep reaching for mm-hmm. to see how they can pull They'll find back. other ways mm-hmm. to lure you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um so that jumps right into my next part, and it talks about how to deal with people that are controlling. So how to deal with them, um. Me personally, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm very upfront. I'm very, you know, but whenever you're dealing with a narcissist, to tell, to to actually deal, um, 
to actually be upfront with them, it's mm-hmm. almost impossible. It's like talking to a wall. Yeah. But one of the one of the um, ways to deal with them is to talk to them about it directly, acknowledge the issue, explain your emotions, and then offer a solution. Now, when you're dealing with a narcissist, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. This is a very impossible thing to do. Um, and most people, when they're like, "Oh, you you can't do that when you're when you know when, when it's a childish person," that childish person is a narcissist. That is a that's a person that that you can sit there and you you cannot you cannot have dialogue with them. Yeah, you cannot sit there and and really have that like full adult conversation with them. You can't. You because can't. you're not equal to them. You are not, and they're no. all, they'll they'll never take accountability. They'll, what they'll sit there and do is they'll be like, you can tell them like, hey, this is how you how you make me feel, and they'll be like, well, what about how you make me feel? Exactly. And what about how you do? You know, and you're like, yes. come on, bro, like you like point. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, come on, yo, like this is, but we're not talking about you right now. We are talking about your your behavior and how you make me feel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I, I do this because of how you make me feel. Exactly. And it's just Somehow like, it's your fault. Right. And you so, make me be this way. Right. So yeah. offering that to a narcissist, mm-hmm. do, that that will never work with a narcissist. So no. um, actually talking to them directly will not will not work with a narcissist. Um, the next one is definitely something that we talked about. Um, setting boundaries. Um, the boundaries you set, they have to be that much more firm. Mm-hmm. setting strong boundaries and consistent boundaries is the best way to deal with the control with uh controlling people even like parents right and so that is definitely something that i have set i've set a boundary and you have to be consistent you have to be consistent and so um they'll and so it gets it gets as bad as to a point so once you set that boundary it goes into isolation from the controlling person they'll isolate you sometimes it has to be that way yeah and so and so and that's okay that's you emotionally detaching yourself from that situation Mm -hmm. which is okay because it doesn't add stress upon you it doesn't give you anxiety right and now all of us now you're not dealing with that that depression of trying to sit there and communicate with somebody like that so and you know being the fact that it's a controlling person you're just like yo like i'm i'm not gonna deal with this anymore like Mm -hmm. i'm not Mm-hmm. And so I've learned to set boundaries to a point to where I'm like, look, this is what it is. This is how it's going to be. I don't care your position in my life. This is my life that I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And and regardless of how you feel or whatever it is, this is the boundary I'm setting. You can either respect right. it or you can keep it pushing. But either way, this is the boundary I'm setting. Mm-hmm. And so when you deal with a controlling person, that is like a, a killer to them. They're yes. like, wait, wait, what? And you're like, look, I'm sorry. Like, it has to be this way. And so knowing that that your mental health comes first, that is key. Yeah. Because most people will sit there and use their superiority over you to feel like their mental health is more important than yours. Right. When in reality, we all have to worry about our own mental mm-hmm. health. And so. Just like a boss, because it it's not just those personal relationships, just like. A boss can feel make you feel like I hold this over you, right? Like if you want that promotion, you need to do this, right? You need, so that whole manipulation. But when you start setting the setting the boundaries, like, hey, look, you know what? I can't work late today, right? This is my shift, and I'm sticking to it. And you know this, and they don't like that. Yeah. It's it's very hard to be in that place. So when you're in that place, it you do have to make that decision. But sometimes it is going to require you to get that outside help, like get that counseling that you need to help yeah. you and encourage you and remind you like, Hey, what you're doing is a good thing. 
But boundaries is a whole nother. Yeah. There's just so much to talk about. Like that, yeah. Yes. I, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I do a lot of audio books. That's just easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm at work, it just helps me because I, I guess I have so much work, but, um, it, I'm, I'm reading or listening to this one book and, and it even talks about how, um, your response can be yes. when you're setting those boundaries yes, yes. with parents, with a loved one, with a sibling, with yeah. a friend, with, with a an, boss, an with everything. Yeah. But the thing is like when people that uh, people are pushovers or have been in abusive relationships, like I'm telling you, it took a lot. It took months for me to finally walk away from that controlling relationship yeah. when it hit that point, like, where he was degrading me. Yeah. Like these two people were embarrassing me. They were making a mockery Mark of me, you know? Yeah. Like in a group message. Bruh, I'm talking telling I'm, me like, oh, I'm sending him home now. Like Like, why would you do that? You know like, what I mean? It, it was very like it was just tearing my heart apart. I've I've been embarrassed publicly, oh like online. Same. Live and direct. <laughs> like in my face through a post like and it wasn't directed towards me but if you read between the lines mm -hmm. you're like damn yeah to a point to where i got phone calls about the post yeah and i was like i was they, they were like yo have you seen you know such and such as post and i was like nah i went to go read it and i was just like damn like <laughs> like that yeah. like and i i got Three phone calls and four text messages mm -hmm. about this post because, you know, of course, this person wants to be a part of my world, too. And yeah. so I'm like, yo, damn, like, did you really just write all of that? Like, and just and was just straight shooting shots at me. Yeah. Like, and, and so <laughs> they a person that does this will never admit it. They will no. never take accountability. They'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're tripping. I'm like, bro, you're not about to gaslight me. Like, mm -hmm. I know for a fact what you're doing. Right. And it's not just me. Other people see it too. Mm -hmm. And so what's crazy is they will never take accountability. No. no. Never take accountability. And that's why people that are in those type of relationships, you really need to seek outside help. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. Because it's messing with your mind yeah. and your emotions. And when you get to that point, like I'm telling you for me, and you can say, I'm a strong person. That ain't never going to happen to me. Nah. Guess what? I'm a strong person too. And it happened. And it happened to yeah. me. It yeah. happened. That's facts. It sure did. It happened and it was subtle. And then before I knew it, it you just, know. All it, at once. It was a little, um, you know, like a snowball. It just kept yeah, on just going kept and kept rolling. growing, kept growing. You know, so... Um, if you do find yourself in that place, don't feel embarrassed. It can happen to the best of yeah. us. It happened to me. And I can tell you, I was pissed off at myself. Like, how did I let this happen happened, to me? Yeah. Number one, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you yeah, know. Yeah, you're a whole different bro, beast. Like, like come on. I'm sorry. That, yeah. No. You're just like, come on. You and know? then you left me for that. Like. Come on, bro. Yeah. And it's not even about putting somebody else down. It was about like, it was more, it became more of a. Yo, what's wrong with you? How like, could you let him like and all, her yeah. do that to you? you yeah. Like, yeah. you know who you are? Like, like come yeah. on. Yeah. But the thing is, it does happen. It does happen. It's not a matter of pride. It's not a matter of confidence. Because when somebody like that is in your life, they are chipping away yeah. at your confidence. Yes. It's not like a quick, like, 
man, look at you. You're so ugly. You wear glasses. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? And you yeah. gain 10 pounds. It's not going to be nah. that abrupt or that, that direct. Like uh, that. Direct, nah. right. It's not nah. going to be. It's going to be subtle. Very subtle. It's going to be little things like, you know, well, you know, you sure you should eat that? Like, I'm just trying to watch out for yeah. you. You know, kind of. Yeah. And it's like, um, it'll be like, uh, it, it'll be something like simple, like, you know, like, oh, you you can't afford that? Yeah. And it's like, bro, what? Like, or or it can like, or, you know, whenever they get angry with you, then you see the real side oh, of them. Gosh. And then it, it becomes like, oh, you a broke nigga. You oh. know what I'm like? Damn. Or they bully you. Or they bully like, you. In our case, like a man, like it started off like this. It was like, what? What are you going to say? And he was like, um... Like coming like at me, chest bumping you, and then before you knew it, it was a chest bump. Yeah, and then before you knew, it, I'm like he's throwing stuff, and then before you knew it, he was pushing me, and then yeah. before you knew it, I was pinned down to the ground, yeah. breaking my nails off, yeah. you know, trying to get away from the dude, and it's just it was just it just and then yeah. it came to like threatening you, I'm gonna kill everybody in the house, yeah. kind of thing, you know, it it was it just escalated, and I'm not the type of person to be scared, right? You know what I'm saying, like. Prior to that, I had a knife put in my neck and I said, bro, if you're going to kill me, then kill me. But if you're not, don't make me late to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of person yeah. that I, to hear this, then to go to this dude, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. threatening. It's... And I'm feeling some type of way and I'm feeling like, oh my God, I have no control. I'm scared for my life yeah. when I had somebody with a knife to my to neck. Me. Like, yeah. And this is like nothing compared to that. But the thing is that he played with my head, yeah, he played with my emotions. He mentally broke you down. Mentally broke me down. And I had no idea until later. Yeah. And it took counseling and it took yeah. time for me. And even still, there's still some residue there. Yeah. But I'm working on me. Like, I have no regrets of walking away from that relationship yeah, at all. That's good. That's good. That's good that you walked away. And so that goes right into my next one. Um, knowing when to walk away. Um, if boundaries don't work then it's important to create emotional space, emotional and space distance. Yes, that's um, very important. It's important to look at how a person responds when you bring up what's bothering you. Yeah. And when you set boundaries, um, when you set boundaries, when you talk about uh, talk about it with them, you need to really sit there and look at their reaction, mm -hmm. like, and see, like, are, it can be, it can be a point where you're just like, look, like, this is what bothers me. And they can just be like, oh, yeah, you know, on their phone, and you can tell. Like at the end of the day, like it does not yeah. phase them at right. all by any means. Or they will be like, let's say you need them. Um, good example of a controlling person will like it's like they want you to need them to not feel like you can live without them. Yeah, but then yet when they're around, then they make you feel like crap. Right. It's it's a very very and ugly situation to be in. And so then when they should really be there for you, they're not. Right. They will bring up things, other things. They will find things to argue about. Right. Like, for instance, I'm telling you, um, the man that I that grew up or raised me with my grandmother that I knew as dad, you know, yeah. was on hospice. And here's this dude. I'm like, yo, my dad's on hospice, blah, blah. And it's like nothing. Like then, okay, so that's when he decides to have an affair. That's when crazy. I need you the most. Or that's when you decide to bounce when I need you the most. That's you know what crazy. I'm saying? And that's the things that they'll do. Or you get 
uh, for instance, I got a promotion, mm-hmm. management promotion. It wasn't just like, no, you know, I got a management promotion. It was like, bro, like I'm making That's it. Big. I'm doing this, That's right? Big. Yeah. Nothing. 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 But then I find an email, some chick he's talking to that did some event. It's like, oh, I'm sure it came out really well because you were in oh, charge of it. Kind but, of you know, but, oh, but yeah. forget me getting a management position. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. All kind of praises. And, Those type oh, yeah. of people, that's they're going to do any little thing like that to make you feel less than. Mm. And the thing is that you may not have the strength to get out of it. And that's why you need some type of support system. Yeah. You need to find a safe place. Facts. Safest place is counseling. There yeah. are you know, hotlines for that stuff. That falls under abusive behavior. Yes, for sure. It really does. And so you, you need to, to make sure that, you know, you pay attention to that behavior and see and pay attention to them to once you let them know like how their behavior is affecting you. And so right. if they continuously get defensive or violate your boundaries mm-hmm. and or continue to exhibit controlling behavior, that's simply just an unhealthy dynamic relationship. Yeah, sure. And so you need to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. And so those are those are the those are the key things that you that you know when it comes to controlling you know to controlling people when it, you know for you to deal with them, and so yeah, there's a lot of other ways to deal with it as well. Um, you know, I'm not a professional, so um, you know, looking up looking up those things is it can work as well. These are just some of the things that I came up with. Um, you know, reading uh, you know articles and mm-hmm. listening to other right. audiobooks and stuff like that. And so one of the audiobooks that I am listening to, um, because that's what I like to do as well now, it's called um and forgive my language, but it's called Unfuck Your Boundaries. Um <laughs> yeah. and I've been I've definitely been listening to it and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a strong book. It is definitely a strong book. I'm also reading the controlling book as well, which is why I came up with this podcast because I feel like this is definitely something that I've been going through in my life for a little bit now. Um never really realized it until I want to say about a year and a half, two years ago, where I'm like, yo, like I'm really, I I really didn't have any control over my life. Like I was getting manipulated in ways that I didn't even think was possible. Mm -hmm. And so, and it was all going back to acceptance. And so at the end of the day, I was just like, dang, like all I want to do is just feel accepted. Right. And in reality, it's that, that, the person that's controlling you, they're never going to accept you. Yeah. They're never going to. You're give never you going to meet that mark. Meet that person's standards. Is gonna keep it's going to keep moving. Yes, and so you have to just separate yourself. And so that's pretty much where I'm where I'm at in life now. And so I feel like you know some people they need it to be about that and um, you know and and really hear about it as well. So. Yeah, and so um, Crystal said uh, that person will remind you that they only have you, like that they oh, only yeah. have them. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, Crystal, you're absolutely correct. They will. They tend to try to keep you from your loved ones. Yeah, they'll thanks. find reasons like, um, I don't think your uncle likes me, blah mm. blah, or so and so, or I don't feel comfortable going around because that is true. That was one of the things too that I experienced. It was like when we were going to his family events. Mm-hmm. You better have a good attitude. You better have fun. Mm-hmm. But we went to ours. It was a, a problem. It was like, okay, what time do we got to go? And okay, we're going to get there late and leave early, blah, blah. But then we get there. Hey, yo, what's up? And he was just like the nicest, friendliest guy to yeah. everybody. Oh, hey, mom, you need help with that? Oh, I got this. Oh, I'm going to throw the trash out for y'all. Well, Don't worry about it. I got this. Early. You know, blah, blah. And then it's like. We're leaving. It's like, did you see the way your cousin looked at me? Blah blah blah. It was like oh, complaints. So it was gosh. one person in public, another person in private. Yeah. And you know, 
I don't even want to bring up the church stuff. Yeah, we're yeah, that's that's we're just a gonna whole leave that one story. alone. That's a whole other story. Because I don't want to categorize church people. I was a church person, yeah. but I was like for real trying to live right. Yeah. And then we have other people that just you know they, talk the talk. They and they, but they ain't walking the walk. One foot in, one foot out. Right. Yeah. So So we'll just that's another That's a whole That's another a whole story. another. So, yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> Well, um, you know, did you have any other notes you wanted to talk about? Um, I, I feel like um, it's important for people to realize that if you do find yourself in that situation, uh, if you are trying to learn to set boundaries and maybe you don't know where to start, there is, of course, the counseling. There's a lot of self-help books out there. There's podcasts out there that'll help you. For sure. Um, I know I'm always sharing my journey with mine. And then also, too, if you are setting boundaries and you find yourself where you begin to slack off mm-hmm. instead of beating yourself up, just realize it, regroup and get back to your boundaries again. There you go. People are going to continue to ask you, even if you say no, they will continue to persist and ask and try to convince you or, or coerce you coerce, into yeah. doing the things that they want you to do. Sometimes you may fall into that and it's okay, but once you realize that you're doing that again, you're falling into old habits. Yeah. Catch yourself, make the changes. Yeah. If you're in an abusive relationship where you feel like your life is in danger or you really feel like being with that person is going to put you in a place where you may fall into or go into a deep, dark place where you may want to give up hope, give up life, things of that sort, you really need to find that outside help. Facts. Just do that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no reason to be prideful, be embarrassed of asking for help. There's lots of help. The and then of course we always share like the domestic domestic, domestic violence, violence hotlines. Yeah. They're there to help even with these type of situations where you're in a controlling situation. For sure. Because usually it turns into more violence and stuff like yeah. that. And you don't want to get to that place. And the thing is that if you're been being manipulated, your children more likely are being manipulated as well. Yeah. It affects them too. It does. It really does. It really, really does. And so, um, V, I want to say thank you for coming on on board with me today. I uh, will definitely be seeing more of you. You know, we definitely got boundaries to talk about as well. Yes, That's definitely sure. a big one. Um, you guys can catch V's podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Anchor, of course. Um, Anchor is definitely is a place if you're trying to start a podcast. It's a place for you to go ahead and start it up. It's for free. Um, it broadcasts all your podcasts on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very easy to start up. Um, all you need is a topic, a mic, and Really, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, and you can go ahead and get your podcast going as well. So, um, V, I appreciate you coming on again. Thank you. Um, everybody, I appreciate you tuning in for uh, listening into this. Um, if you got a topic or anything that you want to talk about, or if you um, have questions, concerns, or you want to hear a topic, um, hear us talk about a topic, or you want to be a guest on the show, by all means, hit me up. Um, you can definitely email me at... Um, Savage Cuts one two two three at gmail.com. That's Savage S A V A G E Cuts K U T S one two two three at gmail.com. Or you can hit me in my inbox on my any of my plat, uh, social media platforms. We can definitely get you on board as well. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there battling with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, hey man, I'm here for the people. The people are here for me. This is one way that helps me um, actually vent and cope with right. you know depression or whatever I got. I have going on you know mental situations as well this definitely helps me get this off my chest because i feel like a lot of other people suffer and go through things that i go through as well so this is my way of helping 
Um, so like I said, if you have anything you want to talk about, go ahead and feel free to hit me up. If you ever want to dial in and I'm live, hey, I can definitely do that as well. So V, once again, man, I appreciate you coming out on board with us. Hey, guys, this is No Flex Radio Podcast. I am your host, Roger P. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in and y'all have a good night. And just like that, we wrap up another episode of Voice of V. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And the podcast can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. This is your girl V, and I'm out.